Wesley with Martin Besser. Please welcome our special guest on the show this morning, Kaiser Sermania. Good to see you again. Thank welcome you, back. You, welcome back. You. you know the Kaiser just got off a flight from London. I just said, now how do you even look this fresh? Looking fresh. Yeah. I don't look fresh. I don't look, I don't look fresh from my drive-in this morning from Irene. That's what I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I, I got back and I was sick. Right? Yeah. yeah you were sitting here with a mask on. Casta, <laughs> uh, welcome back on the show. No, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's good to see you again. I think the last time you were here, you did say that you love music and you've got recollection of hearing Jacaranda because you grew up in a, in a small village in uh, Limpopo and I know that we, uh, we broadcast there. And I think the song you said actually, what was one of your favorites, was it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The one. Yeah. Nice. So about this book of yours, you, you think you know of someone or about someone. I thought I knew Custard, but then when I read your book, I now feel that I know Mukhadi a bit yeah. better. That's and there's a and and, and 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 well, in my mind, there was a difference because Custard is this international icon and this name you mm. think you know, and then you read the book. Did you feel vulnerable? Yeah, right, of course, right a little in. bit. I'll say it's more for reliving memories. Uh, it's more for just one process where you in a healing process because you okay. know, you go through a lot, but then you have this beautiful childhood where you know you are raised by this adorable you know parents, and then they teach you the principle of life. They give you that, you know, support. They appreciate you. They accept you. But the most important things, think, it's a happiness that you get, you know, from your loved ones. I'll say, yeah, it was more for, yeah, how vulnerable. But then I enjoyed the the moments because then I had to go back to where it all started, you know, as a young girl, uh, dreaming, but also understanding the purpose of life, understanding the direction I'm going to. But then also understanding myself, I think, as an individual, is one of those things. I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not a human. Because <laughs> you know, you live life, and then you live life under you know scrutiny, you know criticism, and then you go back to where your parents taught you how to you know manage yourself, how to handle yourself, you know how to learn basically how you know to live. And you'll be like, you know what? Um, you feel like you've lived hundred years, you know? Yeah. And I must say, that's definitely the one thing I get from from the earlier chapters is the fact that, and I mean, you know this as parents, but the effect that you have in a child's life mm-hmm. and the difference that you are, you know, if a child, I mean, many children have challenges, different kinds, different levels, but the way that you handle it is everything, mm-hmm. right? You really pay tribute to your parents. Yeah, of course. Um, they, they they've done well, to be honest. Yeah. Because uh, first of all, they've realized that you know uh, I'm living a, a different life uh, from you know my sisters. Uh, life being around you know my male cousins, uh, they they can see that I love exploring. I'm adventurous. Uh, I never wanted to be around the household. Sure. If I'm in the house, that's when I fix. Uh, I liked you know electrical stuff. I like fixing. I'm more, I was more for that girl to say, you know what? When I grow up, I want to be a carpenter. I want to be different from you know my peers. I want to be different from you know my parents. I want to be different from my siblings. And what they did, you know, it was just to remind me to understand the person I am. Mm. You know, I should love myself. I should, ex- you know, 
appreciate myself, accept myself. The most important thing is that I must have that best relationship with myself because you know, in the world, you, 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 you find people who talk, you do good, they talk, you do bad, they talk. But at the end of the day, it has to be about you. You need to find it in your heart, you know, to know the person you are. And I think that's what they've done for me. They're very simple, priceless. It's something that as an individual, you always cherish for the rest of your life because it's you are you because of them. They make sure that you know your identity. Mm. I think a lot of people think they understand, but I don't think most people really do understand until because I think most people are probably... Uh, feel too embarrassed maybe or would feel too that it would maybe look stupid if they admit that they don't understand circumstances when you read the book you understand because you explain it you explain it incredibly well and very simply did you wonder about that how much you explain or not not explain I think I've always wondered but I think it comes with um not being scared of rejection i think that's okay. one thing that we as people we are afraid of we're scared of being rejected i think it's one component that i took as a tool yeah. you know to build myself to say you know what i'm not gonna be scared of rejection if uh, i'm not scared of myself <laughs> uh, why sure. should i scared you know of the rejection in the society the, re- the rejection in the world or anyone even my own family uh, what i've learned is that i learned to confront everything but then when it comes to explaining about life i think it comes with um, the purpose of life uh, knowing why you are here in this world and knowing your responsibilities uh, being accountable mm. of you know your actions i think for me i had a choice from young to say you know what are you going to live life based on what people you know think of you sure or are you going to live life based on what makes you feel good but then i always knew the difference between believing and knowing i always knew myself okay i did not believe i'm a woman i knew i'm a woman but the different kind you understand and i think it's one of those things that mm. you know gave me courage to say when i step on the track in 2009 say you know what this is the beginning of your life. This is the beginning of your chapter. That's when you start writing the book. I think it came along the way, yeah. knew, knowing that uh, this is a story of uh, my life that I need to share with the world. The world knew the cast on the track. Basically, they didn't know the cast that the human. Agreed. As much as you mentioned that yeah. the book talks about Mohadi, of course. <laughs> you know, even my name speaks itself. The one who guides. You understand? Mm-hmm. I think for me was in this world for a purpose there's a reason why god created me there's a reason why i'm being different you understand and for me it's always been about you know teaching but as well as myself learning but yeah. then it comes with the self-discovery you know self-management Man, all those things let me tell you something the way that you dealt with confrontation and the day the way that you dealt with uh bullying um, I think is inspiring and I, I think every child, every person in South Africa should read this book and at least take that from the book, uh, especially if you if you grow up uh, in, in possibly a small village here in South Africa uh, or anywhere in the world, honestly. Um, I, I love that. We're going to talk about it some more in a moment. Uh, the book is called The Race to Be Myself. Custis Semenya, our special guest on the show this morning is by Valkomotia Frachet, 084-850-0942. We'll talk some more. 
Breakfast with Martin Bester, driving you to work every weekday from 6 to 9 a.m. Our special guest on the show this morning is the one and only Kastra Semenya. He was kicking hands on the, her book. It's called The Race to Be Myself. And it is a journey from Acosta as a, a very, very young child uh, right to where we are today. And you don't hold back. The one, the one bit that stood out for me in the earlier chapters was the part where you said, and this really stuck with me. You said children can be cruel, but it's almost like you expect it from them. Adults are more cruel because they should know better. Yeah, of course. Um, children, they're still learning. They don't know what they're doing. But then adults, <laughs> they're matured. They know what's right. They know what's wrong. And what disappoints me is that even when you know you're wrong, you still want to justify yourself. You still want to explain to people why you're wrong, why you want to do this and that. But with kids, when you're wrong, if you're corrected, you admit you're wrong. Yeah. You understand? And that's one thing that I'll never do to my kids. <laughs> when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Even if I shout at them now, I apologize immediately because I tell them, you know, I act out of anger. I know I'm wrong for shouting you, but somewhere, somewhere, I need to discipline you. I need to put you in your spots. You understand? But then with how we, you know, things that we're facing, you know, in the world where people... They want to be, you know, superior. They want to be felt. They want to be, you know, showing you that, you know what, I, I'm in charge. You know, you need to feel me. They want to be right. And of course, they want to be right, even when they're wrong. Even when and they're wrong, they, yeah. They'll say, you, I treat you with this, and then they, they want to specify. I'm like, my friend, you being wrong, you still want to tell me that you're right? So how does that make me feel? You understand? Because at the end of the day, that's why we say we need to consider, you know, other people's feelings. You need to start understanding that, you know, you need to treat people with respect, mm. dignity. And we f- we forget, you know, humility sometimes because you, you don't want to put yourself in someone's shoes. And when you're a leader, you say you're here to lead by an example. You, you lead here to make sure that you protect, you know, athletes, maybe any, you know, department, but then if you want us to bow for you, Mm. you know, you want us to come back, Mm. you're in the wrong place because, you know, we, the new generation, we are about exploring. We're not scared, you know, to speak our mind. We're just out there, you know, to have our opinion. But if we're wrong, it's better for for you to just correct us, say, look, This is how things are being done than being, mm. you know, cruel, than being, you know, bullies. trying to be bullies, you mm. know, try to diminish someone, make them feel like they're nothing. And I think that's where, you know, we we as individuals, mm. we start losing it. We stop, you know, you know, caring about one another. We stop, you know, treating with, you know, other, you know, with respect, you know, humility. I think <laughs> it's something that we still need to teach. Yeah. Mm. You know what, when uh, the children, uh, you, you you come across, and, and you are, I mean, to get where you are in life, you must be fearless. Uh, you, you you definitely had an attitude of, and I love the way that you dealt with things. When, uh, you know, someone, a girl or a boy had to say something to you that, you know, why are you wearing boys' clothes or you look like this or look like that, you'd be like, 
So what? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been that was your famous <laughs> one. That was your, and, if you, and, and I really wish most kids, because there are a lot of kids that stand out for whatever reason. Yeah. I yeah. wish that you could have that kind of conviction. Yeah. I think it's confidence. Um, yeah, what can you do about it? This is it. <laughs> I think the confidence comes from uh, just loving yourself for who you are. Because uh, for me, from young, you know, age, I've been that fearless, you know, kid. Uh, I was never scared, you know, to speak my mind. If I didn't like something, I said now. Uh, I don't bang things. I, I make sure because of you know, I don't gain anything from it. But I always told people. If there's anything that you want to invest, it's money, <laughs> you know. But then also invest in your own happiness because sure. uh, we tend to please people, you know, with our feelings. We tend to want to fit in, you know, in the cycles because uh, people want you to, you know, look like this. They want you to behave like that. But with me, I think it just came within uh my parents played a role, you know, the community played a role, but it always comes with you first, you know. What is it that you That's see strength. in you? That's cool strength. That's a power you can, you yeah. know, you, 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 you can own. And most of, you know, people, you know, they always ask, how do you do it? That's my, I own myself. Mm. I mind my business. I'm so, free, you know. Yeah. So even when you decided, and, and, and once again, I don't think most people in the world understand what you've gone through what, what you were put through I don't think most people understand the medication mm. yeah that you had to take I, I honestly I didn't mm. until I read um, is it is it surprising that you not gave into it that you adhere to it yeah it is surprising because for me I'll say <laughs> I didn't care about anything else than you know being great okay and I'll say loudly that, you know, as a young generation, we we desperate for success. Mm. We act out of desperation, but not thinking about the consequences, not thinking about the outcome, and not thinking about our actions. Uh, for me, I'll say, at that particular time, I went through a lot of you know things, but emotions were <laughs> one things that one thing that I had to mute. Uh, if I was emotional, I wasn't able to enjoy anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. I learned how to turn off the emotions. Say, you know what? Uh, there's a lot of things happening, you know, in this world. Uh, I'm being on the world media, headlines. Mm. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice when people talk about you, but when people talk about your gender, mm. you know, people just take off your clothes like that. You know, it's like uh, it's a shame. But then. Then you start understanding that, you know what, there's nothing that you can do about it. Mm. The only way for you to live mm. through it is to accept. I accepted the situation. Mm. You understand? I say, you know what? I'm going to accept this situation. I'm going to allow these people talk about me because I realized that mm. there's no such thing as bad publicity. These people have created a being, you know, mm. that mm. really start understanding herself because that's where yeah. self-discovery came. You understand? Mm. That's where I started understanding my feelings, understanding myself. Yeah. So it did not come with a surprise because you've been prepared to be the person you are. You understand? By your parents. But then when you face the world, 
you surprise your parents how you handle the situation because yeah. they they expected me to shut down they expected me mm. to go seek for help to say you know I'm not good I'm not feeling good but the only thing I said to them was like I'm fine let me deal with the situation yeah. myself you know let mm. allow me to understand myself allow me I'll my it. own space I'll mm. handle it mm. and mm. they will ask every day are you fine I say are you fine do you understand <laughs> yeah. because of for me what mm. i cared about i never wanted to see my parents break of course mm. i wanted to see smile every day sure. but then i had to pretend to be okay yes going yeah. through the medication at first they didn't know mm. but they could see man there's a dark cloud you know they could see there's no happiness you know i'm always stressed uh i'm never happy you understand and you you, you start understanding you know what I'm not happy but I'm still doing what I love. Yes. So, so what's for the me, problem? What's the problem? Mm. Okay. For me to to make sure that I shut down this noise, I stop this talking, perform. Okay. Regardless of what. But that day that was it your attorney at the time? Yeah. Greg, Greg. Benedict. <laughs> when, when when he said to you you don't have to do it anymore. That must have been a relief. Of course you Did he say the words you're free now? Yeah, he called so. me. I was in Austria. Uh, it was after I qualified for uh, world championships. And then he calls me and said, "Did you hear the news?" Sure. So what news? I said, "You're free." Then the only thing that came into my mind was liberation. <laughs> I'm like long walk to freedom. Then you know the the Madiba the Madiba thing, you know, yeah. came into my yes. mind. I'm like I'm free. So what am I going to do with my freedom? I'm going to make sure that all the moments mm. that I'm going to create there mm. they will be remembered. You understand? I'll make sure I not I'm not going to lose no race. You know, and then I'll, I'll be like a call violet I'm like uh, you know what? Um, they say I'm free. I still don't believe it. I'll see it when 2016 starts because mm-hmm. at the moment I'm still under the influence of uh, this medication. I don't expect anything. But then when I won the African Junior actually Africa all African Games, you know, in Congo, I told myself, you know what? I'm never losing any race in any meters after this. I don't care what Sebco will think. I don't care what the world will think. But what I'm going to do here it will be something that they'll talk about and when I look at the stats uh it it takes me to the greatest of the you know of all you know Mm-mm. all time you know in Mm-mm. 800 meter women because uh, I'm the only human as a woman to ever run sub 156 you know 18 times they've tried but you know and then I told myself you know what uh I'll say I was reborn but then i used the opportunity and make sure that i inspire the world mm. you understand and oh boy did you well, honestly yeah. uh some caster love coming in hello caster i just want to say i love you you're such a legend oh uh, there are also questions for you which i promise i'll get to in a moment uh caster semeni our special guest on the show this morning we're talking about the book the race to be myself a lot of things that i'm referencing obviously because of time here and there uh might go over some people's heads i don't know how much you've read over the last couple of years uh and and how much of it you understood in the media me i will put my hand up and say i didn't understand half of it until you read the book 
And there'll be more coming up next. You're with your own family. Breakfast with Martin Bester. Our special guest on the show this morning, Custer Semenya. Um, new book is out. It's called The Race to Be Myself. It's a journey from childhood uh, right until we uh, where you are today. Um, when races start at a certain point and then they have a, a certain uh, a finish point. And I get, the, I get the idea that where you are right now in your life is a, is a happy place. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in a good space. I'm in a happy space. I'm fulfilled, man. I'm I'm living the best, you know, life. This is the best time of my life, you know. Uh, when you have two souls that you know, you're nourishing, you're, you're growing, mentoring. Come on, it's a it's one in a lifetime. So I wouldn't waste it for anything. You've you've been obviously. As most people would know, um, just by watching and following the media, but also once you read the book, you've you've been you've been through a lot, and you probably have a lot of reason to carry a lot of resentment. But there's a part in the book where you say, "I may feel that something was taken away from me back then, when I was 18 years old, but I don't feel I'm owed or deserve anything." Uh, I have worked for everything I have. I'm not a cheater. And I think that there are so many lessons in this book, but that one as well, because a lot of people have a lot of struggles and yeah. been through a lot in life. And to find that kind of inner peace mm. and a joyful place in your life, uh, you have to also get your ha- head around resentment and an entitlement to a certain degree. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you gotta have to own your life, you know, to be happy. I think for me, I think I forgave myself, you know, for letting myself to be in the situation, uh, to get myself to a point where, you know, you feel like, you know, sometimes life is like, has no meaning. But then you go back and start understanding that, you know, you can't question God. <laughs> if not me, <laughs> who? You understand? So if you are assigned for, for an assignment, you fulfill it, you know. So for me, I'll say, that's why I always tell people, like, I need no apology from no one. Uh, I don't need people to come sympathize. I want people to celebrate me. I want people to celebrate my success, you know, my life. That's what I want. Um, uh, Going back, we can't undo, you know, the past, but we can be better, you understand? So, yeah. Strength comes in many forms. Absolutely. It yes. comes in physical form. You can uh, punch a lot of people to the ass. But strength also comes in what you just said now. It's just for me, it's it's a must read. The race to be myself. Thank you very much for your uh, questions coming in. Let's quickly deal with this one. During your reign as champ, there was a lot of criticism in terms of your athleticism etc was there a stage when you felt like you know you're just gonna leave this race and be a carpenter or get out of the limelight no i think for me when i was questioned i just wanted to prove that you know what i'm better you understand it was never about giving up giving up is not in my dna and I'm always like that, you know, I always go after, you know, things that, you know, make me feel good. Now, I got motivated, big time. Love that. Is it Amanda or Amanda on the line? Good morning, how are you? Good morning, it's Amanda. How are you, Amanda? Where are you listening from? From Pretoria. All right. 
Custer is is on the microphone. She's listening. Okay. Uh, morning, Custer. Good I morning. just wanted to say you are my absolute heroine. Um, I'm an athlete myself. Um, obviously, not in the same league as you, but for me, you have just you've redefined what it means to be a woman, and I think. For the whole world, you have redefined what it means to be a woman, whether the world likes it or not. And for me, that is just absolutely so inspirational. And I tried to read some of the scientific papers when you were at court with the IAAF and to try and understand what it was um, that the IAAF was fighting. And it, for me, it was just so unfair. And for you to be so strong and to be so unemotional, I don't know how you were not emotional. Um, I get emotional on your behalf, and I just think that you're amazing. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Man, that is amazing. <laughs> what what sport do you do? Are you an athlete? I I run. Um, I've I've run comrades four times. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's, that's a hard one. Not not quite an eight hundred. <laughs> would, would you ever? Would you ever? How far do you want to run? For me to do comrade, there must be a lot of millions. <laughs> Motivation? <laughs> no, for real. Like yeah. it's like eighty-nine k's. Yeah, it's nice. No, yeah. millions, <laughs> millions will motivate me because of, there must be a motivation, you know, for me to get there. Not saying I don't want to do it, but now there gotta be something better. So now we're looking at you, Amanda. You're an inspiration. None yeah. of us sitting in this studio has done uh, even one. No. Let, let you know, I think I think many many people that have run comrades say that it's 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 the ultimate human race, and it is, and anybody can do it. Um, you you see amazing people crossing that finish line. So if I can do it, Costa can do it. Um, no, you better better come with that uh, better <laughs> motivation. No, <laughs> no, we'll, we'll look, we'll look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Amanda. Thank you. Look after Thank yourself. you. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, bye, Talk, bye. Talking about motivation, I mean, I'm sure there are a couple of uh, athletes that have come before that you would look to having experienced not quite the same as you, but obviously something different. You were at, were, um, at Poch. Maria Motola, I know, spent quite a few years at Poch yeah. training yeah. Uh, after her running days, and uh, she was an 800 world champion. Yeah. Um, must have been a bit of a motivator for you, and also had to field very uneasy questions in her time. That's true. Yeah, of course. I think uh, we, me and her, we, we resonate. Uh, I think we come from the same background. I remember, she she's my idol. We work together, and you know, it got to a point where. Uh, I had to get her, uh, you know, emotional, you know, and I, I, I understood uh, what she had to enjoy, you know, mm. over that 21 years of career. Mm. And then comes me, uh, 10 years, you understand? And you, you start understanding that when people are threatened by greatness, that's mm. what you'll do. You know, mm. they'll always try to find a way to make you feel like you don't belong. Mm. But then when it comes to motivation, I think... That's where you start differentiating between motivation and consistency. You understand? Mm. Because when you're consistent, mm. uh, you become better. But motivation, you know, it's those world championships, medals, you know, prizes and all those mm. things. Yeah. It's that graph that goes up and down. Mm. But when you're able to maintain, it becomes easy. But for me, it has always been about longevity. You understand? Uh, wanting to be long in the sports. So there was a moment in book Maria 
didn't know that Custer was subjected to the medication. Right. And there was a moment where you told her and she cried. Yeah. No, she she it, it broke my she heart. Down. You know, mm. to see someone you idolize and a champion you know, in her it's own a, it's a champion, you yeah. know, and yeah. you always thought this stronger than that. And when she because she asked me a question, you know, we were in Germany. I train hard. I train mm. hard, you know, I give my best. Yeah. And she'd be like, what's going on? I'm like, I wish you knew. You understand that yeah. there's nothing I can do. Yeah, as much as I train hard as I do here, giving you times, but, you know, it just can't, you know, connect. Mm. And when I when I mentioned that, you know, you know, Violet was there, you know, they both cried. And sure. I, I'm looking at them like, guys, I'm the one who's supposed to be, you know, tearing apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I, I went yeah, through hell, you understand? Yeah, and yeah. when I saw her cry, I'm like, ah, no, this is this is beyond that. You know, mm. I couldn't understand what she was feeling. Yeah. I don't know what she was feeling even today. We never spoke about that moment, mm, you sure. understand? Uh, she's in Mozambique now, oh, okay. <laughs> you understand? Oh. And when we talk, we just talk about life, but also herself. You know, she she had to understand what I was going through. You know, as an athlete, and then here you are, you're dragging yourself to be slow. <laughs> yes. And she knew what I was capable of. She knew my potential because she yeah. told me the times that you're doing here, I'm even jealous as a coach because I've never, mm. you know, done any sessions like that. But then I come to the track, no performance. And it broke her to an extent where, of course, you know, we went two directions. You know, she went there, went there for a little mm. bit, you know, about an hour, mm. because I, I didn't want to be next Shine to her. Up. You know, yeah, her wiping her tears. But I'll say, it's it's one of those things where when you are, you know, in the present of greatness, you start understanding how it feels. You know, and things that we go through, people don't understand. Yeah. If you are a parent out there, mm. you should know that when you have a daughter, when they're going to do sports, that's what we go through. Yeah, that's very fascinating. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but even Penny Haynes, when she won her first Olympic, same thing, had to go for testing. Yeah, no, yeah. it's listen, and it's all in the book, the race to be myself, and it's uh, there's the takeaways for so many people, especially in our country. So, so, so many children, so many people, women, um, same-sex relationships, marriage, whatever the case may be, parenting, mm -hmm. uh, struggles, unfairness. Yeah. It's all in here. Read the book. Get it. It's called The Race to Be Myself. Uh, love to everyone at home. Yes. Yeah. And all the best with this book. And come visit us again. Thank you. We'll play more music. Appreciate it. We'll, we'll, we'll throw in a bit of freshy ground for you and whatever is down you on the playlist. Thank you for visiting. It's good to see you, Casta Semenya. Thank you. Uh, all the love. Thank you very much for visiting. Thank you for all the messages. If I didn't play any of them out, I'll pass them on. 20 past 8 morning. I feel good. With Baker's Martin Bester. Yeah.